tough. Yeah, so we <laughs> got about eight minutes into the show just now. And it was realized, talking about some good shit. And yeah, we had a good, cute little intro thing happening in the beginning. Very natural, very authentic. Um, but we had a technical issue, so. Yeah, I, I it was my technical issue. I messed up, so. It's fine. I wasn't going to place any blame. It was definitely his fault, but I was not going to say that. Um, but since he said it, I am now allowed. Hey, since, <laughs> since, since you done brought it up. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, we ain't got an intro yet. We're working on it. And that's just probably going to be the intro. Yeah. We're just going to ask if we have an intro yet. Every until week we, until we, we have get an intro. One. But one thing I did mention that you guys didn't get to hear is if you are a jingle maker like Jamie Foxx was on his show, hit us up because we need some like some little cute music to start the show off. Like yeah. all the great podcasts have a. They got something. Yeah. Even if it's just like laughter at the beginning, like shits and gigs is just them laughing. Oh, it is. It's hilarious. Yeah, we need something. So, um, hi guys, welcome back yes, to welcome Hey here. Coworker. My name is Roxanne. I'm RJ, and this is another episode of our show. Thanks to everybody who has been subscribing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, on all the different platforms, watching on YouTube, and all the different places around the world. Y'all are dope. We appreciate the support. Yes, it's crazy seeing that there are people listening to us. In Egypt and Bahrain and stuff like that. Whatever I don't know if that's that actually the pronunciation of that. Yeah, but it, I have no idea what that is. Spain. Language. There are people all over li- listening to us, which is it's kind of wild. But I am fine as hell, so it it makes sense for you to want to watch. <laughs> you are indeed. Sorry, I need to put this on. Do not disturb. Because I did. Are, I had to too. Because people are like texting me, and I don't. I I, I just don't need that in my life right now um because i'm recording but that was speak funnily enough the the person who just texted me is my brother mm-hmm. who i've decided i'm not going to say his name but we're just going to call him uh we're going to go in order and since uh he is the second oldest we're just going to call him two so okay. two call two text me um and he's talking about um the carry-on and all this other stuff but that brings us to the catch up of I was in Seattle this weekend yes. and brought little one with me and like had a great time. You were in Seattle for what? My mom's graduation. She is now Dr. Mom. Dr. Wright. Yes, she is. Period. Dr. Wright, we in the building. We acted very black at her graduation. That's the fuck right. Mm. Um, Hold my applause. She went to... She, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you saw me on TikTok over the weekend, then you probably have seen pictures of moms. She is gorgeous and like did her thing and we are so proud of her. Um, it was funny being back home because, so there's several things about that. This is a long ass catch up, but like, so one, you meet people that you haven't seen for forever. Mm-hmm. Um, people that your parents like introduce you to and People are almost offended when you don't remember them. Yeah. And I just be like, I, I met you when I was three. I, I have no child. idea who you are. Do you, you don't remember what you had for dinner yesterday, but you gonna add, you think I remember you from this throwaway moment that was not at all important to me. You were just some person that like my parents introduced me to. In my toddlerhood. I have no idea who you are. Did you give me candy? I might have remembered you if you gave me something that my parents don't. It could be. It could be like <laughs> something from when I was in, and it's not just that. Like I could have met you when I was a teenager. Do you know how many hormones was coursing through my body as right. a teenager? I do not remember anybody. Yeah, it's it's Especially so rare. Somebody who my parents were introducing me, like you, you are not a peer or somebody who I look yeah. forward to talking to. 
No, you were but, somebody who tried to pinch my cheeks and tell me, oh, I remember when you were born. And I'm just like, yo, and like, and you're excited to talk to me because my parents have built me up as this like wonderful person right. that has all these amazing talents and whatnot. And you finna have me come in the goddamn living room and show you to do the dance that no, I was doing. Not like, like do this dance. bruh, like I, I got school tomorrow. Like that's, that's, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do the dance. I want to go to sleep. I always wanted to do the dance. I do not. <laughs> I used to act I'm like I'm not a I trained didn't. monkey. <laughs> I used to act like I didn't. But you want to do the dance. You was, you was the one who was like, you was hinting that you could do the dance to see if they was going to ask you. We'd be watching TV and a music video would come on and I'd go to the bathroom to go see if I could do the dance that whatever just was on TV. And it was, I wasn't low. My people, I remember doing that to a Missy Elliott video one time. I got up, went to walk off, came back and my aunt was like, so can you do it? <laughs> it's like, I was peeing. Which means, no, I cannot. <laughs> Surely cannot. It's not a thing I can do. But yeah, so that was fun. Um, the so two has two children, mm-hmm. um, both boys, and they are dope. The youngest is a terrorist. That's usually how it goes. I I, I call him a terrorist every chance I get because he just don't. He's two years old and he don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's usually he how does it works. what he wants when he wants. He's like, and I dare you to check me. Mm-hmm. I dare you to try. Um, the oldest is interesting because he's 10. Oh. And so he's about to be in that stage where everything my brother says is stupid. Mm-hmm. And I can like visually see my brother trying really, really hard to not be our dad yeah. in the way that he like handles stuff. But even like the way he interacts with his son, sometimes I'd be like, I get why you're doing this because you're also imagining what you were like at his age and how you needed to be like strict in certain ways. But I'm also like, I'm, I'm hoping he develops a little more softness when it comes to dealing with his son. So for example, um, we're all outside playing ball and Taylor's playing with us. He's 10. So he's the smallest one out there and he's like running around and he can't score a bucket and he gets frustrated and he kicks something um, and his dad yells at him to go get that. And so I stop playing and I walk up to him and I go, hey, yo, what's going on? Talk to me about what's going on in your head. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm just, I just don't feel like I belong. And I'm like, well, why don't you feel like you belong? Well, because I'm the smallest one out here. And I'm like, hey, big dog, like you realize at one point we were all the smallest. Right. You're not the same age you're just you're you're small. not inadequate you're just growing right you're just yeah you will one day be this which size. is <laughs> which is low-key a bar you're not inadequate you're just not done growing yeah um which is something i wish more people would have had said to them when they were younger so i'm talking to him and i'm going you're not inadequate you're just uh, you're just young and i said i said and you're frustrated and he's like yeah he's I was like you're upset he's like yeah i go and it's okay to be upset about those things i said but while we're doing this and you're trying to play basketball, does that frustration when you blow up like that and you lose your cool, does it help you play better or play worse? And he's like, well, it doesn't help me play better. I was like, so it helps you play worse. I said, so how do we like manifest working through our emotions and using those emotions to help us do better? What do you think? And I'm just having this conversation and this interacting with him. And I'm like, oh, I'm the trusted adult now. Yeah. And also like realizing one, he's going to need to have it's especially important for young men to have men in their life who are like, your emotions are okay. We're not going to run from them. We're not going to hide from them, but we're going to learn how to control them so that, so that they're a benefit to us instead of harming us. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Ooh, this parenting shit. I was, I was like, I did this 
for all the five minutes and I'm tired. My brother has to do this 24 seven. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. How do you, cause you're a parent. How do you do that? Like that's nuts to me. Uh, my kids be raising themselves. So. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, I mean, I don't have to have conversations like that so much because my kids are so young. But we do talk about our feelings, and I, you know, because my kids are two and three, mm-hmm. so they do have. But that's exactly when you should be starting. Yes, it's when we start, and what we do is um, we play a game uh, called emotions. Mm-hmm. And um, we play the game often enough to where when we actually need to use it, they can. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not something that we're that I'm trying to implement when they're already upset. Yes. So like the game goes, it's just it's just um, I say, are you angry? He say, yeah. I say, well, let me see. And he'll. <clears throat> are you happy? Let me see. Cheese, and you know we just go through each emotion. We do, we do angry, happy, sad, stressed, excited. When when I say, are you stressed? He he goes. <sighs> <laughs> That's awesome, but like, and so they know their emotions. They know how to convey them, and then when something does happen, and he's upset, I say, are you angry? He says, yes. Let me see. He goes, <clears throat> and I say, okay. Now, why are you angry? What made you do that? And we can talk about it. Let me let me tell you something. So I saw this thing on the internet that says in order to be securely attached, to have a secure attachment style, which means that when you get older, you won't have the avoidant attachment style, which is like you avoid dealing with problems or avoid dealing with like conflict and you won't have the um, anxious anxious attachment style, which is like you feel the need to always be connected and always be on top of and underneath somebody because like you're you fear abandonment and all this stuff. You you only have to have. 30% of your needs met Mm -hmm. in order to have a secure attachment style. I want to say this to you. You are on track for your boys to both have secure attachment styles. Like you do an amazing job with them. Um, and like being around them, they're so happy and they're so open and they're so like loving and wonderful. Like you're doing a really good job and you're a really good parent. So I know you said earlier, like my boys raising themselves and I know that you're making this joke, but also like, I want to give you your flowers on a day that's not mother's day. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. And it has been hard because I did rely very heavily on my Mm ex-husband when we were together. I never had that situation where it was like a man uh, a father who didn't do anything where you have to do no he's very hands-on with them, hands-on mm-hmm. with them and so I like when we got a divorce when we first split that first weekend when we split was my first time ever being with my children alone for a whole weekend mm-hmm. um it wasn't until very recently that I had to like take them to the grocery store by myself with just them and now I'm learning how to operate like the grocery store is fine because they're in a basket, they're contained. But like when it's time to go swimming, I really want to take my kids to the pool, but I'm mm-hmm. so scared because it's just me and there's two of them. That's and that's the part of like the single parenting stuff that like people don't talk about is people think, oh yeah, when you want to go do something and you have to find a babysitter, but just maneuvering through the With world them. without someone to help you that is a partner. Like I couldn't imagine trying to like travel and take two two toddlers basically through an airport by myself. That's crazy to me. So the fact that people do that on a daily basis and I was traveling and I'm watching people do that and I'm going, y'all got it, bro. Yeah. You got, and I mean, but you gotta got it. Yeah. 
You ain't got no choice. You don't got no choice. You got to do it. Like, we got to get groceries. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I can't, like, a lot of times I will order groceries. But that's if I thought about it ahead of time. If we get home, realize it ain't nothing there, Mm. we got to get up, we got to put on clothes and go to the grocery store. Damn. I mean, it's just just what you got to do. So, but yeah, I try, I try to be the parent that I didn't have. Mm. Um, and it does push me in a lot of ways. Like I, I grew up, I grew up well. Um, I didn't have like the best relationship with my mom growing up, but as I've gotten older, I've realized that it's just, we're just, we're a lot alike, but we're very different bro. in all the ways that clash. Like the things that we are alike with is not a bonding it's a for us, it's, it's a clash. It's the I got all it's do you sometimes feel like you gave me all the bad parts of you? I don't necessarily think that she gave me the bad parts of her. I just think that the parts that she gave to me, we clash about. Mm. I don't necessarily think that it's the bad parts. I just think that and I now as an adult, I can mm. own up to my half, my part of it. As as yeah. a child, I was like, No, my mom's wrong. I had but one of those adult, moments this weekend. Well, because I partially, I always feel like my dad gave me a lot of the bad parts of him, which, in all honesty, yeah. that nigga did. But like, I had to like go through. Me and my dad didn't have the best relationship. I have a lot of daddy issues, but we were back in my hometown, and I am looking around at my hometown and realizing exactly how hood it was, mm-hmm. and the fact that you took us away from that and moved us to somewhere else. Right was actually really really good mm-hmm. but as for a kid, me but as a kid i hated it yeah and it was one of those things i'm like oh it's, it's my nephews are gonna have the same thing with their dad where like everything he says is stupid and you don't want to do it and then you realize as you get older this was really really helpful because i would not be who i am i doubt i would be living in houston i doubt we would have met right. like all of those things happened because of the path that he set me on. Now, did he do that in a way that was like helpful at the time and made me realize he's giving me tools to prepare me transition? No, No. not at all. But I had to be like, you did this thing that was actually good for me. And so I need to acknowledge that and like be grateful for that while still. And there's, and the thing is like, I can acknowledge the good that you did while acknowledging that like these things and these, these behaviors that you did, that you passed on to me, that you demonstrated for me were harmful. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be a, this or that it can be a great. Yeah, exactly that. So I just, I thought I was grown since I was 13. I believe that. And so that is a big part of the reason why me and my mama clashed. And I didn't realize that until I was an adult when I actually became grown and our relationship got better almost instantly. Mm. Because as a, because as a third, when you're, when you're a teenager and you think you grown and you think, you know, everything, who is this person to tell you like, what's name? But also when you're that age, you, you're not on your own enough to know what on your own right. looks like. Right. So you think that you're doing all this shit by yourself. And then you go, it wasn't too- I don't pay for my own food. I don't pay for a place to live. I don't pay for none of these bills. And I'm, and I had the audacity yeah. to be all these things. Now, all that being said, two things can be true at once. I can, yes. I can feel that way. And you can absolutely disrespect the fuck out of me in a way that like causes me harm. Like those are not yes. independent she, of each she other. She still had a lot of issues mm-hmm. and a lot of our fighting and stuff was um, on her, but I can now understand and see, Yeah, you know, I get that. It's, it's a hell of a time, bro. So 
Seattle was great. Um, got to see moms. Got to see. Got to meet the two nephews who terrorist one and 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 pretty boy too. We're gonna call. He's gonna be such a pretty boy. God, he's gonna be a pretty boy. Um, and he's mixed. Well, I figured because. I know the d- dynamics with you. T- oh yeah, we've talked about that before. Like your your siblings and their spouses. But yeah, so Seattle was great. Um, had a lot of fun. Uh, little I almost said her government name. Little one was there, and we had. We, I kept giving her like looks because it's it's you know like vacation relationship is different than like uh-huh. everyday relationship. So like, because I'm in vocation mode, v- vocation, vacation mode, I'm very much like relaxed and freer. And so like, she's like, you keep giving me the eyes. And I'm like, what you going to do about it? Uh Oh, so, <laughs> and, but the, uh, but the other problem was like, because we were there for like a specific thing, like it's based around everything. Uh, the whole schedule of what we're doing right. is based around my These mom's graduation. And, and so like, we don't have as much time to do. It's not just a vacation. Yeah. But we're going to go back to Seattle. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I think we both like it there. Should we like the, it's really pretty in green. Um, quick side note. Somebody commented on one of my videos and was like, do you happen to live in Maine? I feel like I saw you at the store. I said, Maine is a real place. It is. <laughs> Have you been? Geography is your, definitely your Achilles heel. Um, no, I've never so been to Maine. how do you know Maine. it's real? If I got to go up to this goddamn map on my fucking wall that and point out Maine. That means nothing to me. How do you know that it's a real place? How do you know Houston's a real place? Because I live here. So it's, this could all be a simulation. Okay, then none of it's real, but... Exactly. So either we assume it's real or either all of it's real no, or none of it no. is. No, blindly assuming things. Just because somebody said that they live in Maine. Girl, how do I know that? How do I know that's not Canada? Do you know Scandinavia is a real place? No. Okay. So do I you don't th- know that that's a real th- place. Do you think it's... But if I said, oh yeah, Scandinavia, we should go there. And would you go, I don't think that's a real place? No, I'm more likely to believe it. But what the so, fuck is in Maine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just because it's Maine. It's, it's like, like a, what is? The, it's like okay, that's weird. That whole little section over there, where I think Maine is, you know, I don't know. But sorry, I just had a the ADHD. Yeah, the interest of thought be winning. In. Um, so, funnily enough, my youngest brother was there, and we're gonna call him Five. Five is there. Five is there with his wife, and his wife is so sweet. Love them. My my brother is also way more Christian than I am. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more now trying to figure out like what actually works for me and like deconstructing Christianity and like to rebuild it and figure out what I'm what I'm doing. Right. My little brother, he's also a Scorpio. This I'm realizing now the reason why we didn't get as long get along as good when we were kids is because we are so alike. Yeah. He is. He is the non neurodivergent version of me. Like I am dyslexic, I have ADHD, and I'm probably on the autism spectrum. He has none of that, and I'm looking at him going, "He cool, he's cool. He's he's not as spicy. I mean, he's okay. he's not as cool as me because yeah. I think I I don't think he's as interesting as me. Uh-huh. But he has more money than I do, and he's more productive. That'll do it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I got to be interesting and entertaining, and and he got to be like wealthy. Well, so that's. Well, not wealthy, but like well off. Yeah. So you know, and it's not saying I'm I'm bad off, but I could be better. 
I could definitely be better. So we're hoping that y'all are going to help us <laughs> be better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So that's all I think I had for my catch up. What about you? How have you been? My Instagram got hacked. Nigga. I saw that and was like, bro, you work. You worked so hard to get your thing. That's like when when my account got banned. Mm-hmm. Like, the, and the, the difference is with a hack, you know, eighty percent of the chance, eighty percent of the time, you're going to get back. But it like throws you off. Yeah, I, I can only imagine how jarring that was. So when I when it first happened, it was I found out at like nine ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Like I just went. I'm settling down. I've done my skincare routine i'm laying in the bed scroll for a little bit before i go to sleep and i'm kicked out so i'm immediately just like what the fuck is going on here i'm doing all this stuff i do everything that instagram tells me to do like my page has been hacked they took my profile picture down they deleted all the pictures off my page they left the reels but they deleted all the pictures that hurt me so bad um because i'm sure there were pictures on there that you don't have anymore i mean i have them but like i've been having my instagram account for a since instagram came out so i have old pictures with comments that mean something to me you know like seeing people and and i was hoping that they just archived them or even deleted them but you know if you delete a picture off instagram or post off instagram it's, it's still there for 30 days you have 30 days yeah. they deleted it from the recently deleted and everything but that's just vindictive well the reason is because if your page gets hacked and you have have pictures on it instagram will ask you to do this like video selfie it looks a lot like if you have an iphone doing oh it. so there so they and didn't it's matching it to pictures so they delete the picture so that i don't think it works with videos even if it's even if it's a reel with a picture like because i do have they left reels up that are just this is a picture as a reel mm. i don't think it works with that so they delete all the pictures so that instagram has a harder time trying to verify that it's you because they mm. aren't any pictures there but through it all i was i was very upset i was um, but in my head the entire time, like I never cried about it. It was just like I got these followers damn near overnight. My content is good. I can get it back. Mm-hmm. I'm not like it. I I really want my page back, but if I can't, it's fine. I can get it back. It didn't really start to affect me until I found out that they were scamming people. Yeah. When I found out that they were selling the page and taking and, and attempting to take people's money and then block them, that's when I was like, I don't want people to think that this is me. Yeah, because now you're messing with who I am as a person yes. and my character. That is and not who I am. My reputation. I know they got at least one person. Now, yes. I'm not going to put this girl out there like that. Yeah, of course. Did but she try to buy your... Was that the person she tried, tried to, to buy my page for $350. Well, that's her fault. First of all... Well, First of all, $350 for a page that has 140,000 followers on it. How down bad do you think I am? You think I'm that broke? After I get on the internet all the time and tell y'all I'm not broke. <laughs> I ain't rich, but I'm not struggling that, that down bad to where I'm going to let it go for pennies. $350? No, I'm charging at least, what you say, 5,000 followers? At yeah, the very bare the, minimum. That's, that's for an advertise to, to advertise on but my to page sell the page is like three to, between three and five cents a follower she she did she dm me she was very upset going off or whatever and then she ended up sending me a screenshot of the cash app that she sent the money to why i i think i'm gonna put it because and it, and then i'm going to insert it here so that you guys can see it 
Um, and you can go and report it. You don't have to have done any transactions with the account in order to report it. But whoever hacked my account was, um, this is the cash app that they were using. So feel free to go and report it. But look at who the fuck is Yvette Torres? I am a Negro. Do I look like my last name is Torres? The handle says one IG promos. You kind of got to hold that L a little bit. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. If you happen to be watching, but she's trying to buy. But I'm was she trying to buy it? She's trying to buy my page to give it back to you or to? No, I no. She DM'd me. She found my backup page and DM'd me on there with an attitude. No, she was just trying to buy it. Girl, for herself. Girl, and who the fuck is Yvette Torres? So sorry that that happened to you, but you kind of got to hold that L a little bit because, but yeah, so my, my Instagram got hacked and you know, one lesson that I learned, um, through this process is I don't want to speak for anybody else. I don't want to say black people or women. I'm just going to speak for myself. I do have a very bad habit of thinking I can do everything on my own. Mm. And so my account was hacked on a Tuesday night. Realistically speaking, I have 70,000 followers on TikTok. There is no reasons I shouldn't have got on TikTok right that night and made a video about it. Mm. But I didn't make a video about it. Like I made a little story, but I didn't actually post a video about it until somebody else got hurt. And when I did that, that is when uh, uh, one of my very good friends on TikTok um, DM'd me and said, I've reached out to my cousin who works at Instagram. You never know who people know and how people are willing to show you up for you know. until you 70, ask. I have 70,000 followers. Mm-hmm. That's not even including the video, the people who just see the video. So there's no, re- and it's not even like, and even when I did post the video, I still wasn't asking for help. But I was, this, it was just me saying, you know, I don't know what to do because I don't want people. And it wasn't even about the page. I'm like, I don't even give a fuck if I get the page back. I just want it shut down because they're hurting people other people are being hurt and scammed under my name Mm -hmm. and i don't like that and so um tons of people were just like i've reported it we're reporting the page we're all gonna like we know and especially on tiktok because you know my growth on tiktok has been a lot more gradual yeah so they know me Mm -hmm. i'm not taking anything away from the people who who enjoy my content on instagram but the people on tiktok know me and everybody was like we know that that's not you we know that you would like if somebody yeah. if something comes out we know that that's not you we know that you wouldn't do anything like that so that did make me feel really good but um i got my page back saturday yeah saturday morning um <laughs> i got my page back the first thing i did was all the security stuff okay change email phone number make sure i'm logged out of all of the devices set up my um two factor authentication did all the security stuff and I actually like found like found out at four o'clock in the morning that I could get it back. So I did all that and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I didn't change my picture, I didn't do anything. I was like, I'm gonna wait till the next morning. Cause I'm, I'm it's four o'clock in the morning, I'm going back to sleep. I was just very excited mm-hmm. to have my page back. The next morning I got up, I changed my profile picture back, and then I was like, Oh my God. Right before my page got hacked, like that same day, I had DM'd young Jeezy because I needed answers to something. And I was like, What if he DM'd me back? And the scammers were trying to, the hackers were trying to scam him. Stress. Because they were DMing. So what they were doing was, 
every single person who commented on my videos, any video, they would DM them and ask them if they wanted to buy the page. So I'm like scrolling through all of these DMs, just trying to get back to when I last had the page. And luckily, Jeezy never responded. But I was talking to uh, Nola about this and she was like, maybe Jeezy hacked your page. <laughs> Why would you, you know what? Nola is... <laughs> Bro, I, d- I definitely DM'd Young Jeezy the same day, my, like earlier that day. And I was just like, oh my God, like what if he responded and the <laughs> and the hackers were trying to scam Jeezy? Bro, I don't even know how to, <laughs> I have no idea how to respond to that, like whatsoever. So yeah, okay. So, but yeah, I got my page back. I'm very excited to be back. I do um, really appreciate uh, everybody who like went and reported the page I took the video down on TikTok because I have the page back now you know yeah don't nobody look at the date or or like they just see a video and it's like oh I like her so I'm gonna report it and it's like no please stop reporting it because I have it back this is, now. This, is, this is my page uh yeah but yeah so I have it back so I'm very I'm very excited to um have it back okay and how's things with cheesy fries <laughs> Trying to decide if you're going to lie and tell the truth. (laughs) 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 What should I lie or should I tell the truth? I'm going to do whatever you say. I think you should tell the truth. I'm not leaving that nigga. I'm not coming up off that nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I am not coming up off him. Like, at... It's, I don't have a whole lot to update besides the fact that I, so I did break things off with him. Mm-hmm. Didn't last long, of course. And I'm just I'm I'm I am just going to be willfully stupid. That's okay. I and okay okay. We talk a lot about cheesy fries and how I ain't got no business fucking with this nigga. We say that. Yeah, we do. The reason for me. Cause he, he does He gets on my nerves He's aggravating But yeah. most people Get on my nerves And most people Aggravate me Okay That's true um, The reason I always say I don't I need to stop Fucking with him Is because Ultimately He it, He does not have Any children And he wants children and I don't see the point In that catching feelings yeah. In catching feelings and, and being involved With somebody like that um, Seriously When I know I don't want Any more kids mm. I could be talked into having another baby, but my list is so fucking strict and ridiculous that there's almost no way he's going to get to that point. Yeah. Right. So, um, but talking to my therapist and how she, she does say that I, I really do have a, I try to manage for pain. I try to take the path that is going to cause what, what I think is going to cause me the least amount of pain in the end, which in this case is, I need to stop fucking with him because I'm going to catch feelings. The way that we talk, it's it's inevitable. We're talking about that shit today. (laughs) So yeah, you're going to catch your feelings, but I'm I'm going to tell you the thing that Ted Lasso said about um about video games when he was talking to uh the Dr. Sharon. Mm-hmm. He says, since I cut myself off from oh, yeah. something that that I really enjoyed, instead of just reevaluating reevaluating my relationship, my relationship to it, and I went, yeah, that was a bar. What I was like, yes, bro, like he. That whole show is full of bars. Right. And we're going to talk about that in a yeah. second. But so my my thing is not that because we joke about him being ancient, which I don't know how ancient he is. I don't I don't think that he is ancient. Yeah. 
he's just not the person that is for you. Um, and that's cool. And I think that y'all can have, I think that y'all should, my, my issue has always been whenever you try to be like, Hey, these are my boundaries. I don't want to have this type of relationship because it is going to be painful. It is going to hurt that nigga. Just be like, no. so no, I, I, I want you. And, and to me, that is the part that is like, if he was more respectful of the fact that you're like, Hey, I have this boundary. I, I don't, or I have these rules. It's not boundaries. It's a rule. It is a I rule. have these rules and I'm not going to do this because this thing helps to keep me safe. The problem is he keep breaking them rules and, and then you don't enforce your boundaries. Yeah. Because I set these boundaries and rules, not because I want to, but because mm-hmm. I'm trying to avoid something. Mm-hmm. Being hurt later on but that's why it's, it's not that i want to i don't have no problem cutting off a nigga that i don't like for real or that i don't want to deal with yeah but i do i like from the very first time i ever told him i need you to stop calling me so much it's not because i didn't want to talk to him it was because i know what happens when i talk yeah so but but the fact that i did want to talk to him and i do enjoy talking to him made it not impossible is why i did i didn't care or i went right along with it when he mm-hmm. kept calling yeah but um i mean we we have our relationship and i told him how uh on like one of the clips that i posted where you were like you can find a fuck buddy that you actually like yeah and i was like well i kind of like this toxic shit a little bit he's like we're not toxic i was like <laughs> just 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 maybe a little bit not but, a lot of but, it but a but little bit at least toxicity is there's not a good type of toxic, but it is okay because we both know exactly what's going on. Nobody's being misled. We communicate very well. We just fight a lot. Which I'm sure makes everything way more intense. Yes, because he that nigga back be he's pissing me off and then making up for it. Uh, oh, to have your back beaten in. Oh my gosh. I'm going over there when I leave here. I, I With a plate you- of food. <laughs> you bring him a plate I'm bringing that nigga a plate of food And so when y'all see this Men Cause somebody asked me if I was single Technically yeah But that's my nigga So am I Yes Yeah but just know uh, I'm not gonna fuck this up I'm not coming up off of him Not no time soon Until He told me He told me if you don't want to talk to me, you're just going to have to block me or like, or, or stop answering or whatever, because I want to talk to you. So I'm gonna call you. One of the things that I've realized as I've become an adult is that things are only toxic based on your relationship to the person that said them. Mm -hmm. So for example, if someone that you don't really actually want to talk to says, if you want to stop talking to me, you're gonna have to block me. That feels like a threat. Yeah. But if he says it, you're like, it's just sexy a little bit. Like, damn, you just can't get enough. You don't even know what to do with yourself. That's like, that's like, for example, here. if I say to the little one, you keep playing with me, I'm going to get you pregnant. She's like, <sighs> but if a, if a nigga told me if, that, if a nigga on the street says to you, I'm going to get you pregnant, that's if a threat. Any nigga told me that that's a threat on my life. In Texas, it definitely is because yeah. they got rid of all the abortion laws. That is a, and I, but I don't give a damn. I'm, I'm we, we taking this road trip. You going on a cabin trip? But birth control i'm controlling the birth okay i feel you not gonna trap me 
But yeah, no. It definitely depends. Words can have very different meanings depending on who they come from. That's the same way, like, if you at work flirting with somebody, and if if a man who I find attractive comes up to me and is like, where my hug? What's that? Sit down. Let a nigga I don't like come up to me, where my hug at? I will call HR right now if you don't get your ass the fuck away from me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Little one does that, like, uh, that, uh, not where's my hug at, but, like, without me. Ooh, I can't stand no without me ass nigga. Little one does that shit all the time. Like, I'll be cooking and she'll be like, you ain't made me a plate? You got a shower? You ain't want to shower with me? Girl. I cannot say that, that. You are out of town right now. Why are you doing this? This is why I tell her she ain't got no game. Yeah. Because she's never had to have game. She's gorgeous. But see, I don't, it's just, I'm just, I'm just like that. I, you got you got all there is. <laughs> you got all there is. That's what, that's what One me. thing I'm gonna do is finesse a nigga, and not like in yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, not I, I the negative conversation, like not I don't know money no shit like that. But I'll definitely laugh a nigga out his drawers or out that or out his pockets. I've I've <laughs> had a I've had a woman in the past compliment me out my drawers. She she's I don't even know. I'd be like I was like it was one of the ones where like now she's doing it. And I'm like oh. <laughs> Like how do we no, get here? Lifting my lifting my butt. <laughs> like how do we get here? Like Stop. I don't know how it happened. It was a thing. Yeah, I laugh a nigga right up out his pockets. I ain't never, I ain't never had nobody laugh, made me laugh that hard. To get me out my drawers is one thing. To get me out, Niggas to get me out of my pocket, drawers up in the air like sunshine for whoever want them. To get me out my pocket is hard. Yeah, because that's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's is that all you have for catch up? Do you have anything else? No, that's all. I'm just, I'm just content. Like we're that's we're good. good. Yes, he gets on my nerves a lot less now. I don't really know what happened. Also, why do niggas like it when you mean to them? I don't know them niggas because I'm not one of those. In my experience, niggas like it when you mean to them because this last time that I broke it off with him, when he came back, I've been being mean ever since and this nigga cannot get enough. Like, I am straight, like, telling him, saying the words, I, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I would rather you not call my phone ever. See, that's that's a different type of mean. Like, I don't, that's, he has a degradation kink and that's okay. If you have a degradation kink, you can have that. That's fine. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Little one, don't you get no ideas about trying to be mean to me because I will have you hogtied in that bedroom. Don't play with me. You know how to hogtie people? <laughs> Sorry. It'd be like that. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am. Um, I'm ha- now, the only bad thing is that I do want a relationship and I still don't think I want one with him. Mm. But because I am content with him, it is making it hard for me to take other people seriously. You're g- so I've been in that position before with someone who was so I had a submissive and we were romantically we were platonic. Like we had no interest in being with each other romantically. But like as far as this crazy lifestyle that I'm into, she was with the shits. Yeah. And we managed to have really good like sex. So we worked on those things and we just did that and we and I continued to date. Now that does become awkward when you're because 
she's polyamorous. She was polyamorous. She like encouraged me to date. Mm-hmm. Also, she has her own issues and she likes when things have expiration dates. So she knew that eventually this was going to end yeah. because eventually she was going to encourage me to be with someone who was looking for all the same things I was. Yeah. So my thing is, if he is, if y'all are both dating and you're cool with that and you're open with that, that's great. You're just going to have to work on the jealousy you're going to feel when he dates. Because remember, he did try to trick you into a polyamorous relationship. So... Yeah, but he still, like, just the other night, he was, like, um, he was getting dressed to go out, and he was, like, uh, do you like this outfit? I was, like, yeah, you look nice, and he's, like, I'm gonna go, get, go go out and get some hoes, and he was just, like, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, and I'm, like, I don't care. Have y'all, y'all should just be polyamorous, because technically, that's what you're doing already. You should just actually call it that so that you can do it for real and explore it and have the actual conversations because when you don't name it i'm not polyamorous well i'm not going to take advantage of that friend i'm there's a lot of motherfuckers will be out here saying that they're not polyamorous and y'all are definitely you people practice polyamory all the time but because there's this new term called polyamory we act like that's not we're doing what we're doing if you are dating him while dating other people and you are looking for a serious relationship with those other people you are practicing polyamory yeah but the goal for me is when i get into a serious relationship i am cutting him off because i only want to be in a serious relationship with one person true but while you're in this process you're still polyamorous so you should call it that and then explore the ways in which you want to engage with that so that you can have your relationship be actually customizable to what you need you feel red a little bit don't you huh feel red a little bit a little bit i'm still just like i'm sorry i didn't mean to turn this into therapy because i know no, you do it's that. i do yeah i do have a therapist but okay i had therapy this therapy the same day my page got hacked and i went to therapy knowing i needed to be talking about cheesy fries and i just did not and your therapist let you make it instead i switched the conversation to talk about which is also true the anxiety i do feel incredible anxiety around um my the growth of my instagram and so we talked about that but i kept telling her over and over again um I just feel like something bad is going to happen. I kept thinking I'm going to fuck up and say something that offends people. I am not one of those people who's just like freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want. No, no. I, I deeply, I do not want to offend a group of people, especially not on accident. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I do it on purpose. Or you're, <laughs> or you're in a place where you done said something and now you done lost your nine to five job. Right. It's like, I just, but I kept thinking something bad is going to happen I just wasn't thinking this. And that exact same day that I had therapy is when my page got hacked. That's, and so something that bad absolutely happened. I just wasn't thinking it was that. But yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's all I have for, um, for catch up. I'm, I got my Instagram page, page back and I got my nigga back. So. You sound happy. I am. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> okay. So do you want to take a quick break and then we'll come back? So when we come back, we're going to be talking about Ted, lasso because i put you on i did i suggest yes, it to you, you on the show so i, I had su- seen it like i'd seen the previews but all i could see was that it was about soccer and you like, were like no i'm not gonna be interested in this but no i'm so glad you did so we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and we'll talk about ted lasso okay okay so we were on here and we started talking about ted lasso did we talk about that on camera 
I don't know if it was on camera or not. I know you recommended it to me while I was here, but I don't know if it was recorded yeah, or not. Because you recommended shrinking, shrinking, which I still need to check out. But first of all, can we talk about how good the shows are on Apple, Apple TV? TV? Yes, Ted Lasso is on Apple TV. Have you oh. watched Severance? I haven't, but I heard it's so good. Ooh. I've heard such a, there's another podcast I listen to with two black creators where they talk about like pop culture and media and all that stuff. And they talk about severance on there. That's one of them shows. And I've heard great things. Why is Apple TV so bad at advertising? I feel like Apple. They're worse than us. <laughs> I feel like Apple might be, Apple is one of those companies that feel like they don't have to. They they feel like if it's good, people will find it. Mm-hmm. And it is so, first of all, okay. So Ted Lasso is a show about a guy who like is, and you find out in season two why he's so upbeat and chipper kind of like all the time, but he just, he is so, okay. He finds a positive in it. Before you start talking about Ted in general, the show itself is about, um, they are, where are they? So he is from, he's a coach from, uh, yeah, they're in, they're in, they're somewhere in London. They play at a place called, um, What's it called? They're Richmond. Richmond, AFC Richmond. AFC so Richmond. they they it's a football club and soccer here, but it's it's football, and um, the owners, the husband and the wife, split. The wife gets the the team. Yep. She decides to hire a American football, football coach, coach from Kansas from Kansas to come and coach this team, and he who, brings his assistant coach. And he wasn't even like a he wasn't even like. He like taught, taught I mean, he coached. He, college, he coached. Right? Co- he wasn't coaching professionals. Right. He was coaching college. But the thing is about college, he was coaching like D two or D three yeah. college football. It wasn't like he well, was some place like awesome, Alabama he, or some mid major. Right. Nah, he was coaching like and he knew nothing about soccer at all. And so the first season, like she hired him specifically to destroy the club to hurt her ex husband to hurt her ex husband. But in the process. Like he she realized, unlikable. Ted is so ama- he's such an amazing person that he like wins her over. Yes, just being himself. Yes, like he bakes her cookies every morning and like brings them to her every single morning. And at first she was trying to figure out, she was trying to figure out where he got them from. Yeah, and then one morning he was like mad at her about something, and um, and he was like, I hope the cookies aren't. I hope the what is it biscuits? Yeah, biscuits. He I says, hope the biscuits aren't even good. And he's like. Damn it! I know that they're good. This is the best batch yet. <laughs> this is the best batch yet. I finally perfected the recipe, and he, and she's like, "You make these?" these? She, and it was this thing of like, "You made these for me," and the the realization of this person who I was like, who is a casualty of like a vendetta that I have against someone else, yeah. is going out of their way to like to be nice and do and an act an act of kindness. It was just so like, damn, bro. So that was season one. Um, this show has so many, there's so many moments in the show. I have never. Okay. So there are shows that make you cry mm-hmm. like Grey's Anatomy, like, um, I don't know how to get away with murder. Like, Oh, um, this is us mm-hmm. a million little things. All of those are shows that make us cry. And then there are shows that make you laugh. Yeah. Like, um, but the things that I've always loved about sitcoms is when they have those moments that get really, really real mm-hmm. where they're going in depth on a character and we're exploring something like in big bang theory, when, when one of my favorite episodes is 
where there is a letter from Howard's dad. Howard's dad left him when he was like seven Mm -hmm. and he writes him a letter and he, and Howard has never opened the letter and he finally like, and they get to the point where they're talking about it. And this show, every episode is hilarious and has amazing writing, but also has these moments that almost make you want to cry because they're so like poignant. Yes. I cried. Yeah. I, I only cried like actual tears once. And that was the episode when Jamie's dad came into the locker room. Okay, so we're only going up to season two, but yes, I do remember this. And when Jamie punches, when Jamie punched him, and then Roy Kent, it was when Roy Kent, when Roy Kent just comes and hugs him, and they don't like each other. Oh my god! I was like, because the other thing is, Roy is the the (sighs) Jamie is the younger version of Roy, Mm -hmm. and Roy is realizing that Jamie is very much the younger version of him. Yeah, and. Like, just to see, like, it was almost like Roy healing his younger self by being there for Jamie, this person who he doesn't like, specifically because they are just like he was when he was that age. Yeah, it, it, that moment pulled the tears right out of me. So we just wanted to do, like, that, that is the premise of the show. That is what the show is about. But I don't know. I can't name too many. We could talk about the characters briefly, like the main characters. I can't name too many fictional characters with more bars than Ted Lasso. There isn't any. He like has these great and he's from Kansas. Yes. Country as fuck. He just got this like he's so country, country but wisdom. like and he has stories for every situation that actually apply. A lot of times motherfuckers just be talking. But the stories, act, and you don't always hear where he's going with this. But he gets to the point. But he and you're gets like, there, and it's great. So Ted, of course, Beard I is his exact. Ex- so, I loved when they brought out um, Led Led Tasso. Led <laughs> Led Tasso's hilarious. Yeah. Yo, his his assistant coach Beard is like he's just like Ted. He's just the the quiet, sullen version. Yeah. Which I feel like you need to balance Ted out. Right. When he cusses him out in the first season, he's like, no, these are professionals. It's okay to want to win. Right. You, yeah. I was like, of course, thank Ted is, God. Of course, Ted is like, winning isn't everything. No, Beard is like, I want to fucking win. Well, well that's because, that's because Beard was like, that was okay when we were dealing with college kids right. who aren't getting paid to right. do this. These are Whose not professionals. is not affected by whether they but win or these lose. Are, these are grown athletes that have chosen to do this for a living and there's a difference. Right. And I was just like. And Ted needed to hear that. Yes. Um, so yeah, Coach Beard is awesome. I love the fact that he seen he's so quiet and he seems so put together, but he has this he's extremely toxic relationship with Jane. Like <laughs> they break up every other day. <laughs> every single time somebody asks them about Jane, we broke up. No, there was literally one episode. I don't know which season this is. You might have seen it. I don't know because I'm already on three. But he was like, um, somebody asked him, "Oh, how are things are you and Jane?" He's like, "We broke up." Oh, we're back together. <laughs> that was the end of season two. He was like, yeah, we, we broke up. Right. He just says, oh, we're back together. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> she okay. like, uh, so, so there's Beard, who we, who Beard is awesome. Yeah. My favorite character in the show is Roy Kent. I think, I think same. I love Roy Kent. Roy Kent is. He's there. He's here. 
He's, he's every fucking he's way. Every he's Roy Kent. Roy Kent. <laughs> Roy Kent is amazing. And the reason why I think I find him so amazing is because Roy is, he's a fucking man. Roy is such a man. And y'all know white boys. He is so like that. masculine. And it's so like. He hairy as fuck. He is that. <laughs> so so Roy is such a he's so he's like he's very like sullen and put together and he's quiet growling. and stoic and he growls he at people. He would make an excellent book boyfriend. But he's but at the same time, he's incredibly emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. And he's soft where he needs to be soft. And you can see him growing. Yes. Like like there is a like where he's talking to someone and he's like he gets frustrated at Jamie. He's like, it just like, yells, fuck. Cause, cause he'll have like these realizations where like his girlfriend had like at Keely, him and Keely's relationship is amazing where he asked Keely for Keely asked him for space and he like, didn't know how to process that and was just like, well, she just wants to be broken up with me. And then he's like, something on the pitch is happening. And he was like, he was just like, go to him because he needs your help. Mm-hmm. And the players are like, well, no coach. Actually, like he I had it. What him. he needs to do is for then me to give him space. space. So if I take my defender over here, he has space to operate. And then like, that's the support he actually needs. And Roy just goes, fuck, and realizes <laughs> that like he was doing the exact wrong thing in his relationship yeah. and goes and apologizes to her and like he just it has sets her up with their bubble bath and all this it's so fucking he has so many moments even the so my favorite thing and 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 i want to do this as a scene where where keely his girlfriend is masturbating to him mm-hmm. but she's masturbating to him like to his retirement speech where he's crying where he's crying and she was just, 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 just like you were just being so passionate and vulnerable and it's sexy and she's crying to it and then eventually at the end of the thing he comes back and he goes down on her while she watches that i was like me and little one are gonna recreate this Mm because this is fire yeah i i like roy kent a lot he is very manly he just looked like he can build you a house or something bro when he rips that bench out of the fucking ground in season one (laughs) i know you had to be sitting there like because y'all know white boys don't even do it for me. And he white. It, it ain't no way of me getting around. Roy is white, but he feels like... It's, he doesn't feel like English white. He feels like immigrant, like Serbian white, which is a different kind of white. They all the same. Yeah, I'm not even going to hold you. No, 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 no. Okay, let me tell you something. As someone who's grown up in England and been around a lot, I've been around a variety, a plethora, if you will, mm-hmm. of, of, of white people. All whites are not created equal. No, I, be- I know that there are differences... But to me, yeah, 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 yeah. for what I practice in my personal life, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, no, I get you. Um, let's talk about Rebecca. Rebecca <laughs> is the owner, she of had the team. such a her character arc is so dope. Rebecca, Re, I, it's between her and Roy Kent for me as my favorites, but Rebecca is a older white woman. Mm-hmm. Her body is fucking She's amazing looking. And I am, like, she is so pretty to me. And she, like, super tall. We we forgot that we were going to talk about spoilers, but if you're still listening at this point, we're talking about spoilers. We're not going to spoil season three. 
but we are spoiling season yeah. one and two. She's so she's so tall and she just stacked. And she, but you do see like the development in her character. I mm-hmm. love her and Keely's uh, relationship. Keely Keely is the her, Keely is exactly that trope. The um, uh, what do they call it when it's the the uh, the fairy princess girl who makes everybody like grow. Yeah, I was just gonna say she seems she's like the glue in all of her relationships. The, uh, uh, something pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. She's she's very much that, but like she has an actual character. Season three. Oh, the, I, because they've set her up to be this like thing, and now you're about to see in season three where her character is going to go because she's just I don't having know her. If you know what's about to happen with Keely. Oh, no. no, it's not bad. Okay. I feel like she's about to be a boss and she's about to do her fucking thing. Either she's about to, she's setting herself up to be, they set her up to either be an incredible boss, but they've also foreshadowed trauma and that relationship that she's got with Roy. And I'm just like, oh, I love this relationship. But it's like when, did you ever watch This Is Us? Mm-mm. So for those of y'all that watched This Is Us, y'all remember when Beth and Randall was going through it? Dog, that shit hurt my heart. I was like, please don't let them break up. This is one of the only couples like I actually like in 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 shows that I watch, so I need them to be okay. And Roy and Keely are like that for me. Like I want them to be good because they give me hope that there can actually be good relationships. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for you, friend, but um, um Keely does have a, a twist, an unexpected twist. But um Okay, so who else? Um, Nate? So, okay, so I've, I've been thinking about Nate's character. Nate is, so let's, so let's, so let's talk about Nate, because he's the person I want to talk about most in-depthly. Nate starts off as an equipment manager. Kit man. He's, he's a kit man. And make it known that when Ted got there, nobody knew Nate's name. Nope. When he asked him his name, he's like... Nobody ever asked me my name. Yeah. He's like, Ted's just like, what is it? Like, what is What's your, your name? name? And Nate is this is the first. And also Nate was being bullied by like dudes on the team. The entire, well, not the entire team, but yes. But like dudes on the, like the first season, like he's being bullied by dudes on the team. And then at some point, like Nate opens his mouth and you see this progression from like shy, nice, whatever to like, he's stepping into his own and he's finally becoming like a full, like, human being and like you're seeing this growth and you're happy for Nate and then it's revealed in season two that like he's he's quiet and he's shy and he's mousy a lot like this because of his relationship with his dad mostly like you see his he's never gotten his father's approval yeah and he keeps doing things to go out of his way to get his father's approval but his father hates everything and his father doesn't care like hates absolutely everything doesn't tell him he's good at anything yeah and ted is one of the only people that's like no like you're incredibly competent you are a dope person promoted him to an assistant coach and like instead of nate being satisfied by this and like being happy with where he's at he starts to want a whole bunch more and you know what it reminds me of that whole episode don't you ever want to be the boss yeah yeah, yeah. he what it what it actually is is nate is who most nice guys don't think they are Mm. nate is who most nice guys actually are yeah 
they have these hard traumatic like struggles they do all of this stuff and then finally someone gives them some like confidence or tells them that they're like good and like that you can do all the things and it goes and instead of you being like okay like let me process this and incorporate this and believe that i am a good person and do all the things that i need to do to like work on the trauma that i have from my past so that i don't ruin where i'm at now they then turn it into nah like i'm the shit and so because i'm the shit everybody else is finally recognizing that i'm the shit and like i'm just gonna maneuver like that and so in season two you see him instead of like this great character arc where he like continues to grow to the end in season one he kind of morphs into this person that is now mean. doing the things he's mean to other people the way that other people were mean to him like the new equipment manager will he treats Will like shit for no reason. He treats Colin like shit. He treats Colin like the thing he said to Colin was just like out of line. Yeah. Like he because like everybody was joking. Everybody was joking around. Everybody's having like fun. But he only and it's very much like you picked you bullied this person because you felt like you could mm-hmm. now because you wouldn't have tried that with anybody who is actually with the shits. Like you would have never said any shit like that to Jamie. You wouldn't have said no shit like that to to uh Sam. You wouldn't have said no shit like that to uh Sam might have S- Sam is <laughs> you got you got a crush on Sam? No, I just Sam was fucking Rebecca. Sam was fucking Rebecca. He's be- he was beating the brakes off Rebecca. Also, can we talk about how although Rebecca like got divorced, Rebecca ain't hurting for men. In her in her forties, smooth like she's got to be like in her fifties, forties. Got to be like, and she is out here giving these young boys the business. And it's a little, it's 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 a little weird because of the power dynamic between her and Sam and the age and the age. Like twenty one, but you let them make it because you don't feel like it's this torrid affair where she's like taking advantage of him. It's it's more like a. Oh, like they actually have like because they they met on a on a, a dating site called called banter where there are no pictures where they just have to like text and go back with each back and forth with each other and because they met in that manner and she like she had seen him and interacted with him all the time and she thinks that he's a sweet lovely young man yeah. but never really like tried anything with him and then when she meets him she's like when she realizes it's him she's like no 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 no, no. we can't do this and then he pursues her. And he's like, no, no, like, just, just let's just eat. It, he basically let's just eat. We both we here already. He, let's just eat. And then like it comes down to it, and and Sam got some game because Sam is basically like, let me have you, and she's just like, yeah, I go. All right, <laughs> it just, it, you all right? You you wanted these draws? You can get them. Big ass draws. Sorry, she got fat ass, so her draws got to be big. I just, <laughs> She's she so yeah so her like is there anybody else? Oh, we weren't we were done talking about Nate. I'm done talking about. I really don't like Nate. Did you like Nate in the beginning in the first in the first season? He never um stood out to me. So first season like in the first season I was uh, indifferent about Nate, Mm -hmm. and then I grew to dislike him in the second season, and so far in the third season he's only made it worse. Yeah, I've, I have a feeling that he was going to get worse. Lame ass nigga. But the, and I'm going to, I'm going to watch and maybe we'll come back and we'll talk about it and we'll do another breakdown. But that like the conversation that Nate has with, with Ted, I almost called him led with Ted at the end of season two, where they're going into the final, where it's halftime and they're going into the final match. And Nate is like, Nate doesn't take any ownership 
for anything that he's done. There is no accountability. There's no, I'm sorry that I did this thing that hurts you. It's more, and it's all very much so, hey, you made me feel like I was this most important person and you made me feel like I was wonderful and like I could do anything. And then you just like stopped. And what it said to me was like, one, you wanted Ted to constantly validate you and that's not his job. Mm-hmm. Two, you're not even talking to Ted. Like you're having a conversation with Ted, but you're not talking to Ted. You're talking to your father. Damn daddy. You're talking to your dad and you need to go to therapy so that you can sort out these issues with your daddy so that you can actually be a fully functioning human being. Mm-hmm. Because like a suit, a new suit and a new haircut is not going to help you be a better person. You need to go to therapy and do the work to actually be a better person so that you can like get the things that you want. Cause, and the thing is, he's not a incredibly horribly looking person. He's not a like incredibly stupid person. He He was just really, really shy. Do you know who he reminds me of physically? You feel me? Yes. He reminds me of Carl from Jimmy Neutron. Okay. Yeah. Carl Weezer. That's who he reminds me. Weezer. Um, but yeah, so that that whole shit, I I love the show. I love the show. I we clearly recommend it to anybody yes. who wants to watch it. I think that it is a, an amazing show. I think it is funny. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think I I don't know how that works. Copywriting and stuff. There's a scene that I really want to input that made me laugh. Like I had to rewind it three times just to keep watching it because it made me laugh so that? hard. There is this scene where Roy Kent has his niece and someone gifted his niece uh, like toothpaste and a toothbrush for Christmas. And they were like, and him and Keely were like, it can't, she's the little girl is like, they say that my breath stinks. He was saying that my breath stinks. And so they were like, it can't be that bad. So first she blows, the little girl um, blows her breath in Keely's face and Keely's like, (laughs) <laughs> she, she's just like, like I tried I and tried Roy, really really hard and, and Roy's, Roy's like, like it can't be that bad just, don't make her feel worse and then like, Roy because Roy's like, like I've been in locker rooms with grown men and, I've smelled bad things before and Kitty said oh no <laughs> and then she <laughs> does it and Roy's just like it. and Roy just sits there and like the girl goes <gasps> and Roy just sits there you see his eye twitch a little bit and then he says I think you might be dying <laughs> It was I so hilarious. Rewind that shit. But Keely, time. But the fact that Keely, Keely, like, comes back to her and she was like, "So this isn't. I just didn't brush my teeth." Yeah, she's just, she was, she was, was like, "Babe, it's a good thing because this is not. I didn't brush my teeth bad. This isn't like I didn't I floss or bad. I had onions bad. This is like medically wrong. Uh, something's medically wrong, and so there's an answer, which means that, exactly. So they go and they go on this mission to get it sorted, and I just thought. This is another one of those things that makes Roy so dope is because he's this hardened, grizzled football player and UK cusses and swears all the time, but he's so kind and sweet to his niece. Yes. That you're just like even when he's cursing like around her, you can still see the love. There's still like this love and affection. Parent figure he is for her. And so the only person that has more bar that could rival Ted for bars on this show is Roy Ken. I don't think it's close. I, when, I, I hear Roy, Roy, I see what you mean, 
But I don't think it's I don't think it's close. Bars, I don't think it's close. Roby's in some shit, but like sheer number of bars. Oh no no, sheer number of bars is yeah. definitely Ted. But like the imp- when 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 uh when Roy is talking to Rebecca about that dude that she's dating. Oh yeah. And he's like he was he was, was like, he's fine, but like you don't, you don't deserve, deserve fine. fine. Yeah. You deserve fucking brilliant. Someone who makes you feel like fireworks. And she's like she, and he's like, Why do you feel like it's okay to be fine? And I was like, Oh, I like Roy. Yeah. Roy with the shits. He's not afraid to read his friends. I right. like this. So, okay. That that is Ted Lasso. I kind of sometimes feel like, well, damn, do they even need to watch the show since we didn't? <laughs> they do need to watch the show. Since we didn't say everything. You, need, no, to, you, need, you to need to watch the show so that you can come back to us and then we, we can, can have like, we can talk three. about it. Because we're, we're going to talk about season three and we want y'all to be caught up for when we finally talk about right. season three. And I feel like as... Whatever, I'm not gonna say that because I don't know if it's, it'll be ready by the next by the time we watch it. But um, yes, Ted Lasso on Apple TV. That's um, amazing. Once we finish that, I think we will we'll do Shrinking next because I am positive that you are going to enjoy Shrinking. Okay, it's uh, that's also a really good show. So um, we're gonna take a break and uh, we're come, right come back. back with the draft. Okay. Yes. Okay. Welcome back. We are going to do um, a draft this week. We are doing a draft of. We were inspired by Ted Lasso. By, so, yes. So we're drafting uh, sports movies. So we're doing best sports movies. We are not doing best sports movies because I do not watch. I am. I don't do sports. We're doing our favorite sports movies. His okay. favorite against my favorite. <laughs> we can't say best because I don't have enough. Yeah. Experience to say they, that what's the best, but I can tell you my favorite sports movies okay. versus his favorite sports so we'll, movies. So we'll do favorite sports movies. Yes. My list not changing. But yes. I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. So I'm going to let you go twice. Twice? I'm going to let you go twice. This is the only time I'm doing this because you don't really know sports movies like that. I'm giving you advantage and I'm really hoping that you don't pick like. We're, okay, not twice because I just thought about that no, and, you, and you, you might fuck around and get the one that I really, really want and that's going to piss me off. Well, the ones you really want should be first, right? yeah okay oh okay all right so okay. we're gonna go so we're gonna get started and we're gonna let and i'm gonna let you go first okay real quick for a draft is this supposed to be are you supposed to be building up to your favorite or are you supposed to start with your favorite with a draft you want to make out sure the gate you pick your favorite you pick, you pick the best right. first or the thing that you think is the best so first. that it's not there so yeah, yeah the same else. way you did with uh what's it when we did the tv the, draft you picked yeah. the thing that you thought was best first or the thing that you thought i was going to try to draft okay all right so my favorite Sports movie coming in at number one is Waterboy. That's a good pick. That's my favorite sports movie. That's a good pick. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna go Waterboy. That's a great pick. Um, now you will see in mine. I love comedy. I love to make people. I laugh, was just. So that's going to be. A so I wasn't going movie. funny first. Yeah. But I am gonna go. Remember the Titans. Okay. Because it's quite possibly the greatest sports movie of all time. I, and you know what? Yes. Okay. Okay. So what's your second one? Um, Coach Carter. That was on my list. Yeah. That was on my list. Yeah. Really good movie. Really good movie. Okay. So I'm not going to go with that. I'm not going to go basketball because I think that's probably one of the better basketball movies. It's really hard to find great basketball movies, but I am going to go with. I just had to make a change. Oh, so you went Coach Carter. I am going to lose this, but it's okay. Cause I am going to go <laughs> the Sandlot gang. Never seen it, but okay. It's an amazing movie. It's about, Is kids. It about children. 
they play they play baseball in a sandlot and it's and it's in like the 60s or 70s okay. it's dope God great movie it. i have some some that i don't have enough space for all of them now okay um number three tropic thunder you really you're really going for the, co- the for that, the comedy that's theme. what i like because i don't like sports i don't watch sports so when it's like comedy is what makes it digestible for me okay okay i am going with third the mighty ducks that entire and i'm and we're talking franchise uh-huh. not like individual movies but mighty ducks is definitely so i've got yeah okay so now your fourth my is, fourth one harbaugh good pick it was a good pickup that was a good pickup okay i am gonna go with um, i almost don't want to have another football movie on there but i feel like i have to for this and and the movie that i'm going with is any given sunday okay have you seen it serious movies Mm -hmm. jamie fox so i figured you had seen it so any given sunday is one of them is one of them movies yeah so yeah so any given sunday is if we were talking tv shows i would have said friday night lights because i think friday night friday night lights the tv show is better than the movie Uh but when i hear friday night lights i I exclusively think of j cole but that's fair because we grew up in that that came out when we were yeah okay so that's my fourth what's your fifth oh this is so tough because i have three left and i don't know which one to choose Mm -hmm. um but of these three my favorite is like mike you went with a lot of basketball basketball is the one sport that i can watch that's fair and so i am going to go with the sleeper pick that people are not going to people some people are going to be mad about this but i don't care bring it on that's 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 the one that i was choosing between like mike and bring it on i'm i'm i'm, I'm going i'm going for bring it on because people don't think cheerleading is a is no, a sport no, and it's, it's a whole sport yeah that's when i said this is tough like the last one it was between i i like like mike more than i like bring it on i think but yes it, that was that was tough do you have give let's give one honorable mention um okay i am going to go with i have so many still on my list but of the ones that i think deserve to have an honorable mention uh coach carter i said coach carter sorry not coach carter karate kid i'm tripping oh okay karate kid is one of those movies that like it's technically it's a combat sport movie but it's it's about the sport of karate and how he uses karate to get like was great movie yeah my honorable mention would be talented nights but you love comedy i love comedy comedy is my favorite genre that's why i am the way that i am and it makes things digestible like when things are funny it is easier to get your point across it's easier it's, it's and the, life is hard enough without candy it's the it. candy in the medicine the medicine and the candy yeah like so yeah um mine are i mean i don't expect to win this by any means but so, those are my favorite so we'll go through your five one more time just because i know i'm gonna end up clipping this and like have to do the drafts um i had Waterboy. yep coach carter yep um I didn't go off my list. I changed some things right now. I don't remember. <laughs> Waterboy, Coach Carter. I don't, does it have, do it have to be in order? No. Waterboy, Coach Carter, Like Mike, Hardball, 
and Tropic Thunder. Baby, are you ready to love me, sexy? <laughs> Fucking Jackie Moo. Bruh. What a great movie. Wait, is that the name of that movie? Semi Pro, not Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder is not a sports movie. Tropic Goofy Thunder is the one girl. with uh that has the dude that's playing another dude. <laughs> that is the only blackface we all black people have like we let it go. And the reason we do because we understand like it was supposed to be Right. It's satire. It's, it's, it's satire. It's supposed yeah. to be offensive and they're doing it to like make fun of itself. Right. And people that Y'all do this. really sit here and let me say it. Tropic Thunder. It's not Tropic Thunder. It's Semi Pro. The, they their name was Thunder. So no, it's Semi Pro. Semi Pro is the movie that I meant when I said Tropic Thunder. Sorry guys. Okay, and so mine were. I had. Remember the Titans, Mighty Ducks, Sandlot Gang, Karate Kid, and Bring It On. Yes, I had Bring It On on my list. That was if when I said honorable mention. If you hadn't done. Bring it on. Mine was going to be bring it on. I also had Rocky, the program warrior, and he got game was on my list too. Um, quick side note. It was maybe five years ago that I found out that Jesus Shuttlesworth was not a real person. <laughs> I had never seen the movie and I had only heard of Jesus Shuttlesworth as a basketball player. I had no idea. You know, he is actually a basketball player. I know it's Ray Allen. Yeah, yeah, Ray Allen. No, I thought Jesus Shuttlesworth was a person. You thought it was a documentary? (laughs) Bro, uh, can I also say that that movie came out while I was going through puberty? And so it it gave me very like interesting feelings because there was a lot of there was not a movie that I should have been watching, but I definitely was. And that scene where he goes off to college Uh and they stick him in that room with them two with them two. First of all, I was, that was, I watched it more than, I watched that scene more than I should have. Also, the one where him and old girl where they're on the freaking, um, where they're on the Ferris wheel. I love how you assume that I've seen this movie enough times to remember certain things. He's having sex with his girlfriend on the Ferris wheel. That's not ringing a bell. I, I've seen the movie. Maybe that's I how just, I found out that Jesus Shuttlesworth was not a real person, but I don't remember that. Maybe I was just a pervy teen. But but you were a teen. I was, an, I was a big-ass grown adult. I, this was like five years ago. That I, that I, no, I, I, I remember it because it came out during my formative years. I was, yeah. bro, when I tell you it, it, was, it was real out here. And I grew up with, I had very like Christian parents. Yeah. So I really, really, really shouldn't have been watching that movie. It was, I think, that's my brother's movie. And I like snuck it and like watched it late at night when I shouldn't have been yeah. and great times. Okay. Well, we're going to take another break mm-hmm. and come right back. And I think we're going to read some questions. Yeah. That's it. right? Okay. All right, friends. Welcome back. So now we are going to read um, some letters that people have actually written into us. Written? Written? Written is not a word. Wrote. Wrote or written. 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 written in um wrote in wrote in whatever what the fuck ever <laughs> shit i was just gonna keep changing it to see how frustrated you got and you did not disappoint it's, no temper short <laughs> you're not gonna play these fucking games with you the um the we prefer email mm-hmm. um so that way we both can see it but it is the email address is hey coworker at gmail but feel free to mm-hmm. dm mm-hmm. either of us um i do not check my tiktok dms um, you will do. You'll have a better job 
hitting me on the Hey Coworker um, Instagram page. We have it's Hey Coworkers the Instagram. I think it's Hey Hey Coworker Podcast is the Instagram. If you DM me on there, I'll definitely see it. But the best thing to do is just to um, to send an email. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start off with. We got an email. This person did not leave their name, so I'm not going to say anything. We're just going to call her Jayla. Um, She says, hey, I just wanted to say I love the podcast and y'all are producing amazing content. The the dynamic between you two is relatable and fresh. I have a few questions for y'all and sorry if it was covered in a previous video. RJ, what was your MOS in the Army? Do you have any funny stories from when you were pledging Alpha? Um, and then rocks has your new surge in popularity negatively impacted your life and then both if you could only listen to five songs for two weeks what would they be she has a gang of questions ain't she yeah but i love it i think that it's cute they're like yeah um so what was your mos in the army uh i had a couple different ones so i started off enlisted so my enlisted mos was 12 romeo and then i was a 42 series okay i don't know what any of those words mean so 12 romeo is an interior electrician and then when I commissioned, oh, does does MOS mean your job? Yeah, it's oh. your it's your military occupational specialty. So that's okay. people that are in the army and yeah. in the military in general, we speak an acronym. Yeah. So MOS just means military occupational specialty. So I was I started off as an interior electrician. So I learned I went to a unit where I learned how to do that as well as carpentry, a little bit of plumbing, all of that stuff. And then when I commissioned. Um, I didn't want to do that type of work anymore. I actually wanted to work on the mental health side. And someone went and someone that was like advising me was like, go be a 42 series. 42 series is human resources. At what point was that fucking mental health? None of that was. So yeah. So then I spent a lot of time doing that and that was cool. So yeah. Um, And funny stories from pledging alpha. Not that I can say on a podcast. Not, not that, no, because, uh, yeah, so we're, I'm going to skip over that question. Okay. Um, okay. And what was the other one? Let me, um, so she asks, has my new surge in popularity, popularity negatively impacted my life? Only getting my page hacked. It's been the only, and I do, I have a certain amount of anxiety, anxiety around it. Um, because I just mm-hmm. often feel like with so many eyes on me, something bad is going to happen. I'm, I'm going to make a mistake. Wrong, I have the wrong, right. I'm going to mm-hmm. slip up and my titty going to fall out or something like that. Like, <laughs> who knows? So nothing, nothing tangible. Um, but just the, kind of the anxiety around it and my page getting hacked. But other than that, it's been wonderful. Hmm. And then oh. if you could only listen to five songs for two weeks, what would they be five songs yes i should i should have gave you this one ahead of time so you can look it up because i know mine and what's crazy it's so crazy that you say that because i literally have a playlist with five songs called repeat that i play and it's songs that i can listen to back to back i just play those five songs over and over again more than anything else would you like me to go first while you look yes okay my five where's let me find my playlist real quick so in my repeat playlist is bpw by jasmine sullivan track and field with enchanting and kali you versus them by janae aiko every kind of way by her and hold on by her Hmm. all women mostly r&b one rap song i've i've I don't listen to nearly as much rap as I used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. just because like I'm not in that space anymore. Yeah, and I'm like, oh. I love the new rap girls, especially the little ones. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're they're dope. Um, okay, so we 
maybe we should also start doing that like a song or something that we saw that like was like dope so i wanted to do that but there's this podcast that i listen to called poor minds two girls from houston they're mm-hmm. so dope it's such a good podcast but they have a bop of the week and i are like one of the one of the girls on there her name is lex p i identify with her so much i feel like our humor is very much the same mm-hmm. and, and she and they're also from houston so i feel like i already kind of talk like yeah. them i don't want to it's distrib- so hard to not be Imitate. like everybody oh, yes. else's stuff because yeah. a lot of stuff has been done already. Right. So, okay. So songs that I absolutely love, um, that I could listen to for you. It's a week straight. Two weeks. Two weeks. Only five. Songs. I don't think that changes. So home by Sebastian Cole. It's one of my like favorite songs. Um, ultra light beam. That's a good one is one of those songs where like i'm just like yo you did your thing um so home ultralight beam um i'm going through my leg day playlist uh good ass intro by chance the rapper i love acid rap down that is it's it's an amazing song uh so so and what is it um pick up your feelings jasmine sullivan Mm-hmm. so what am i now is that four? That's four and i have to have a fifth mm-hmm. let's look pick up your feelings is such an interesting song because she definitely wasn't over that nigga at all <laughs> not even anytime slightly. i told a nigga to come pick something up from my house i had ulterior motives either i want you or i want you to see how fine i am like it's it's something because once i'm done i'm taking this shit to the salvation army if i don't just put it in the trash Mm. oh and it's a the last one i'm thinking of is a drake song and it's featuring janae aiko from time it was on the uh it was on one of my favorite drake albums okay love it you know everybody knows that i hate drake but i love his music though wait why do you hate drake the first time I started hating Drake was because he said in a song one time, and if I got to leave for work, and if you got to leave for work, I'll be right here in the same bed that you left me in. That shit makes me want to puke. Get your ass up and do something. Why the fuck are you still laying down? And I, and I had to go I'm not to even going to lie to you. You you can be at home, but you being in the exact same position I left you in is crazy. Now, somebody... That sounds like depression. <laughs> what the fuck that sounds like? Somebody... We don't have the ring light on. <laughs> we don't. This is going to be a poorly lit episode, I, I guess. It's fine. Um, somebody pointed out, well, Drake likes strippers, so they probably were like, you know, it's nighttime. They leave to go to work, come back. It's like four o'clock in the morning. Why are you not coming with? I don't know, bro. You being in the same spot. I don't a give stripper a taking her boyfriend to work is wild to me. You think so? A little bit. When I was a stripper. We'll talk about that on a different episode. Because <laughs> the way you pause, you're like, I'm not quite ready to have that discussion yet. So we just won't right now. We're, we're, you're going to have to come back at a different time to hear that episode. <laughs> Maybe when we get a Patreon, we'll Remind, discuss that. Right. We'll, yes. We will um, charge y'all for that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be behind the paywall because, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I do love his music. I find myself, uh, I listen to a lot of Drake. Well, that's not true. That's I listen true. to a lot of stuff from it's weird i'm what's your favorite drake project (sighs) nothing was the same more than like nothing was the same or take care mine is if you're reading this it's too late 
that had to grow on me. I like that I more like now than when it first came out. I, I wasn't really on it like that. Also, I'm noticing as I get older, I'm liking music from when I was outside like that mm-hmm. way more than I like stuff now. Yeah. Because all of that music holds like specific memories for me of things I was doing or places I was at or memories from college. Somebody asked me who my favorite Houston rapper was. And let me tell you how you can tell my age because the answer is B-King. And I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say. Baby, bro, B-King is... From 2010 to about 2014, baby, I was outside. And B-King was the soundtrack. B-King... So if you went to an HBCU in texas beat king is such a huge part of like that experience because beat king wrote about everything that happened everywhere there was a song called pv right hook which was about a dude who was in our student center started a fight with somebody and got hit with a right hook and knocked out like slept and B King made a song about it, and you wouldn't even have to. You just wait twenty four hours. Something happens, it goes viral on the internet from one of ours from like HBC from PV or TSU, and here come B King. He actually got disinvited to perform at homecoming for us one year because there was a whole PV Pond Girl incident, and he wrote a song about PV Pond Girl. Disinvited is such a <laughs> <laughs> funny words. We was like. <laughs> Dis- disinvited is it uninvited is disinvited a word they're, they're both words i believe they're both words okay that's like that's like caught me off guard. Th- disinvited is like one of the things like when people say comfortability and i'm like the word is comfort just say comfort. comfort you're making this unnecessarily hard but you see and that's okay with me i mean it's not okay but like that doesn't bother me but if someone says herded just, I want to. I'm Arthur. <laughs> yeah, comfort. Like certain words that, like when you when you take and you make a word longer that didn't have to be longer, that pisses me off. Irregardless, I want to fight. I want to fist fight. That's because it's you're already saying regardless, so there's no need to put the irregardless. Ear, which is a negative. Which is which the, is you're, it's a double negative. Irregardless, I feel you, friend. Minus I feel, well, minus well. When people want to say might as well, but they say mine as well. Do people do that? Who are those people? I don't want to be friends with those people. You probably not. Because let me tell you something. I don't like when people say grand rising to me. I told you I cut that girl off for saying rising grind. (sighs) I can't stand when people say grand rising to me. We are. We supposed to be reading. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay. We have one more question and then RJ did a question of the week. Yes. So this question is for RJ because I don't have no answers okay okay he says how do i initiate primal play for context i am a sadomasochist brat and he is a primal sadist dom i can't i just can't figure out how to tap into his primal side other than just trying to get him to chase me around the room or wrestling with him i've mentioned it to him a few times and his concern is hurting me if he gets too into it so how would i reassure him that i'm reassure him that i'm willing to push past my boundaries i have tried suggesting safe words but he is still not comfortable trying the scene Okay, so one, um, everything that you're doing so far is not bad. Those are all good things. I would suggest that what you need to do is have an actual conversation with him about his concerns so that you can address his concerns so that they're not a hindrance during whatever scene. I think that you should also 
take the time to plan out exactly what it is that you want and plan out a scene that you want and then bring it to him and be like, hey, this is the thing that I would like to do. How would you like to participate in this? Or what about this makes you uncomfortable? What can we do it? Also, practice using your safe words. Safe words are not just for in the middle of a scene. You can use safe words for anything. So practice using your safe words in different um, aspects of your life so that you, one, you get comfortable using them. And two, he gets used to hearing them and knowing that he needs to stop. So that's, so that's the first thing. Have a conversation, plan the scene that you actually want. Um, and you start using safe words more often so that they're not necessarily a jarring thing. People using safe words is not a bad thing. It just means that something needs to pause and we need to immediately go into aftercare. It doesn't always have to be like, this is a bad thing that happened and we're like frightened of whatever. No, just use the safe words. Um, as an outsider, I have a question. Okay. I was hoping you would. If he is primal, Mm -hmm. can you just ask him? Because if, if that's, what he is then that means that that's what he likes to do and that's what he's done right yes so can you not just ask him what would make you more comfortable like you've clearly done this before you've been primal with other with other women what did they do to make you more comfortable so that i can do the same thing or you know something along the same lines to make or what has worked for you in the past right to, to overcome like is it something about me that makes you think you're gonna hurt me or go too far yeah you can maybe try and get to the root of it like that as well because if that's who he is and that's like his type of dom then clearly that's what he likes and he knows that already so he I has to have know what primal is i don't but it doesn't matter what it is <laughs> it applies no matter what type of he just was like hey i know it's some shit and so but it does it, but in this context she could have said he is a service dom and he doesn't want to be a service dom with me because he's scared you know what a service dom no is? i don't but it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't matter because it 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 doesn't <laughs> change the- using these terms having no idea it's like context clues it's fine because because in this particular context he, you're saying this is who he is this is the type of dom that he is but he's not willing to do it with me i yes. need to figure out why it doesn't matter so what the type is also let me say this let me put this at the front and we'll figure it out with editing but a primal is someone who enjoys being more physical they're typically more growly they may enjoy chasing hunting um wrestling they want their um they may want their partners to fight back a little bit they like enjoy that tension and that kind of like roughness so that's that's typically that's what i would have guessed there's there's other things that go into primal but that's some of the main stuff so I mean, do all the things RJ said, and mm-hmm. also just find out what makes him find out if it's you, not 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 you in a bad way, but like if there's something that you've done to make him feel like I'm scared, I'm gonna hurt you, or just like what what made you comfortable enough to do this with other people so that I can try and get you that to that same level of comfortability, comfort, no comfort, comfort. Just look at me, because gonna piss you I, off. It definitely was. <laughs> Also, when you say that, it makes me think of this, like, why is he uncomfortable with you using, with, does he not trust you to use your safe word? Mm -hmm. Has that been a thing that you've done in the past where you didn't use your safe word at a point where you actually should have, and then you came back to him later? Because let me tell you something. If if we're at a point where I feel like, where I notice you're uncomfortable, and I think that you should have used your safe word, but you don't, and you allow me to believe that everything is okay and then we continue to play and then you come to me later and you be like i actually really really didn't enjoy that now 
I'm upset not because I'm upset because one, I did something that that you didn't like, but two, that you didn't communicate with me the thing that would have saved us from having to have this right. conversation, and the fact that you allowed me to do you harm. And con- right when you ha- when we have things in place to, to help us to not do that, and it makes me trust you less. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you did those things because I don't want to like add things that weren't in your letter but yeah so that's another thing to consider or a thing for all of us to consider as we are engaging in our particular kinks and fetishes okay well okay. thanks guys keep writing us in um gonna definitely be making some more content about it to advertise it I did not do that on my Instagram which is where the people are so I need to so okay. now we do have um RJ did a question of the week mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't even know what the question is because so I did the not check. question of the week was what's the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for <laughs> I feel like you got a story friend I didn't get whoopings we're just gonna move on from that because <laughs> I don't even know how to respond um having social anxiety I can laugh about it now <laughs> my mom has since apologized <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm happy that she apologized because that's crazy yeah uh what was the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for going to my neighbor's house because someone my mom didn't like was there somebody that your mama didn't like was at your neighbor's house and you went over there so she whooped your ass because <laughs> why because why are you around well, that messy be, ass dirty ass bitch <laughs> and i told you <laughs> we don't like her <laughs> your mom's gang gang for real <laughs> you were out <laughs> um Eating the last piece of chocolate cake that was meant for my dad. You deserved it. I, I'm not even going to lie to you. I, look, I looked at it and was like, have I been at work all goddamn day and I come home and I've been envisioning this goddamn chocolate cake yeah. and you ate my shit? Yeah, I don't know. I'm immediately pissed too. I don't know if you deserve to ass whooping, but for whatever. You deserve the punishment because that wasn't yours. Is that y'all pass out in that house? You deserve it. <laughs> you stole, bro. <laughs> like this. Um, what's the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for? Flinching while I was getting the first one. That was, I was like, yo, <laughs> wow, what a fucking bully, yo, two for flinching. At all. <laughs> it's crazy. What's the dumbest thing you ever got a woman for? For enjoying my sleep while my mom was cleaning. I know that's a lot of people's truth. You heard that gospel music. You heard that Motown. Get your ass up, like that TikTok. Where the person is laying in bed, you hear the mama come in the house yelling, and then they hurry up and jump up and start cleaning shit up, and the mama bust in the room. Oh, I thought you was in here laying down. <laughs> <laughs> like, why I can't no relax ma'am. as a child? No, like, ma'am, I was. <laughs> I ain't got no bills, bro. Like, I should be able to chill. Um, what's the dumbest thing you ever got a woman for? Accidentally knocking juice onto food. I'm assuming they meant their food. The, the amount of things that we got whooping for that were accidents, like I didn't do this on purpose. This wasn't malicious. Some of y'all just be wanting to beat the hell out of your kids. I ain't even gonna lie because like, bro, <laughs> if I accidentally, I do not deserve a whooping. For spilling some juice. On my own fucking food. I ain't spilling on yours. <laughs> <laughs> now I just gotta eat this... The thing is, you, you gonna eat it now. Huh? That's and that's the, that's punishment. the punishment. That is a natural consequence of my, my behavior. I like my ass whooped. I just gotta eat these. And even if I did do it on purpose, the fact that I have to eat it now is, the, is punishment. the punishment. Those are natural consequences. I'm a fan of natural consequences. Um, okay, what is the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for? Snitching. Depends on who. It depends on what I was snitching about. Because like, if you beat me because I told you, hey. Someone said something inappropriate to me. Like, this does not build trust. Yeah. Now look at us. 
Now I'm in therapy years later because I don't want to tell nobody about nothing. Last time I said something, I got my, I got my ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what's the dumbest thing you ever got? What for? Because I was the oldest. Are you an only child? Mm-mm. I grew up an only child. But you're not the only child. My mom has another kid who's younger than me. I'm the oldest of all my siblings. I'm mm-hmm. the oldest. But I, in the house I grew up in until I was like 16, I was the only kid. Then I moved in with my mom and it was me and my little brother. Okay. But yeah, that, that because you were the oldest shit, I'm the middle child, but I'm the oldest of the younger three. That shit happened to me when we were in England. And that shit happened to like, I felt so bad for my oldest brother, Eric. I just want to take a second to talk about what you just said. What? I am the middle child, but I am the oldest of the younger three. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? So, okay. So breaking down some family history. So my dad was, my dad was married first. Uh Uh-huh. So oh, he had two. He's had. I thought dad, it was just one. No, no, no. My dad had. You were the oldest of your mom's kids. Yes. Okay. Of my mom's. So of the youngest three. Yeah. So, and they had. So also like, you know, black people, they don't be having like kids in like, um, like white people have kids two, six, ten. They have them like in a reasonable time span. Black folk be like 16 and three. Like. It's crazy. So like, that's basically what happened with like my, so my dad had his first when he was like 19 and he didn't have me till like 12, 13 years later. So then there was, and then all the younger three are all like 18 months apart. Okay. So, but no, but there's only one that's not your mom's. There's two. So there's, so there's, where's the other one fall? Are the two oldest? Not Yeah. They're the two oldest. Okay. Yeah, my dad so didn't have so no IT. The oldest kid. of the youngest three. So you and in eighteen months and in eighteen months. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Because so as far as we know, my dad didn't have any outside kids while he was with my mom. As far as we as knew. As far as we know. Well, ain't now, yet, now when I showed up for the funeral, I was like, let him up it's gonna be furniture moving around this motherfucker. Like I'm I'm trying to tell you. And I was and this was not like I know you didn't even want to go. Bro, this is not wholesome RJ. This is like that was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen RJ is different. Yeah. Okay. Um what was the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for? Not crying about getting a whooping. That's really just some bully shit. Like we talked about it. Like you just want to beat the hell out of me and you want me to be sad about it. That's crazy to me. Um, what's the dumbest thing you ever got a whoop for? Saying lie. It's certain words that black parents just don't fuck with. They, you can't No, You told a story. Yeah, that's it's. I I never had that in my household because we, we my mom didn't really do that, but I know people that did. Yeah. Or um. Why why why? That also might be. A, never say nobody died. They passed on. They, passed, they, they transitioned. <laughs> it moved on. They, they done gone on to be with the Lord. They, Ain't nobody ever died. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my kids. So okay, quick side tangent. Whenever. I want my kids to leave something alone. I tell them that it died. Like they'd like to play with the window, but not died like death, but like their iPad. They know that their iPad. Dies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They know their iPad dies. So like, um, my grandma was in the car with us one time and they like to play with the windows, but sometimes I'll lock it. And, and Levi was like, mom, the window, I can't, it's not working. I said, it died. It need to, I put it on the charger. <laughs> my grandma said, it died. <laughs> she almost hit me. After. She just don't talk to them babies like that. They know that they iPad dies and they know when they iPad die, you can't use it. We got to go put it on the charger. Same thing for the window. I got to go put the window on the charger. Have they had anything like, like actually die where they've had to experience death before? Oh, that's going to be an interesting conversation. Cause I feel like it's going to set them up to be like, like we're going to be like, well, granny died and they're going to be like, just put her on the charger. 
<laughs> Should be okay. <laughs> no, we just gonna have to resort to what the old folks say. She passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Going on like, glory. To, to give a delineation. Okay. What's the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for? Not sharing candy with my dad. Well, who bought the candy? That's because if it's because that's technically his candy if he bought that shit. Like who who are I wish it who are you not to tell me that I paid for this? What are we doing? And I know that that's not the right mindset to have because like boundaries and they should be able to. If I bought it for you, then it's yours. It's yours, but something about that like you don't want to share. Or I gave you life, you can't give me a piece of candy for real though. Like I I get it. Okay, what's the dumbest thing you ever got open for? Making out with my boyfriend in a public place and got caught on tape. I don't even know how I feel about that one. I guess I don't feel like I don't ever feel like like I don't whoop my kids. I don't intend to whoop my children. Like I'll 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 pop a hand every now and then, but like a whoop an ass whooping, I'm not doing that. So it's hard for me to think of any of these as reasons to beat the shit out of your kid. (laughs) Any of them. But certain things do deserve punishment. Mm. How old are you outside in the middle of the fucking street making out with your boyfriend? Let me tell you something. If if I would have got caught at like 15 making out with some girl and there was a video, my mama would have killed me. Um, What's the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for? Telling the truth. What truth did you tell, though, is is really the question. Not gonna catch me slipping. I'm not doing this with you today, friend. Okay, okay. And the last one. What's the dumbest thing you ever got a whooping for? They kept telling me they was gonna give me something to cry about. And they did. Yeah, you sound like you deserved it. No, no because I was someone who was told I'm gonna give you something to cry about. And I'm like, nigga, I'm, you already gave me something to cry about. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I clearly I have a reason. Have to cry about. Yeah, I clearly have a reason. What are we talking about? But yeah, that's that's all the things for the question. We're probably going to do another question um, sometime this week. Yeah. Well, I think that that about wraps it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so excited to leave. I got a. We'll um, <laughs> see y'all later. Oh, you don't want to tell them what you're about to go do? They know what I'm finna go do. Okay. Y'all go. know exactly what the fuck I'm cheesy fries. What finna and who I'm finna go do? Finna add some bacon to your cheesy fries. Hmm? <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. I'll see y'all next week.